This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. This week's episode of X-Ray is sponsored by the City of Los Angeles. The city had some surplus in their budget this year and were psyched to contribute to as worthy a cause as my podcast. So thank you, L.A. Let's all try and be kinder towards Los Angeles. It's working hard to transcend its global image of a sprawling urban bowel movement of a city populated by fake, botoxed, vapid, and narcissistic entertainment industry professionals, not to mention fires, segregation, isolation, depression, and a shitload of cars. Be kind to L.A. world. They have a modern art scene now that's booming in places like Highland Park, made famous by my dear colleague Mark Marin. So shut the fuck up. Okay, let's start the show. Hey, everybody. Raylan Casper White here. Uh, I had a fantastic holiday, by the way. Uh, I went to Miami. I lasted four days. Four days seems to be the uh, optimal time to spend in Miami. You're like, oh, it's cool now. There's like an art scene, and the titties that are fake are like a different fake. They have like a Cuban flair to them. Um, So I feel like they're a little more festive than the other, like the L.A. fake titties. Uh, I had a lot of Cuban food, uh, which was mediocre. I got to tell you, I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan. I do, I do like Mexican food occasionally, but again, I don't know. For some reason, the Latino foods never quite got the best of me. And I got to tell you, their pastries suck. If you're going for pastries, stick to like German, Austrian, maybe the French, but you know, there was fucking douchebags, so I stay away from that. Um, but the Latinos, they still have to master the the sweet goods. That's just my personal humble opinion. Um, I'm very excited. I have a very special uh, guest here. He's my first Australian on, on the show. And don't worry, I won't be saying stuff like, put the shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> I'm here with Ben B- Baker. Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm trying to tape this. Can, can we see me here? Uh, I'm trying to tape this on video for all the people that don't have the attention span to just listen to things. They like to look at things as well. So I wore my uh, Steve Jobs black turtleneck uh, for the occasion. And I brought a really hot guest uh, who looks like, I feel like you look like a really good looking Bradley Cooper. Well, thank you. That's a, yeah. that's a good way to start the day. Well, it is good. Well, like, you know, in like A Star is Born when he's all scruffy. Not like you look like an alcoholic. I'm just saying. Do we talk about the ending of that movie or? Can we? Well, that he dies? Mm. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Not but the best. I mean, people kind of know that, but they didn't show it. Right? They kind of were very discreet about it. They're yes. like, he just closed. Did he, what did he choke? Like, did he do asphyxiation in the car? What did he do? He just take the motorcycle? And... <laughs> no, I think it, made, it, was a, it was a belt in the garage. It was a belt? Okay. I, yes. See, I missed I looked away at that point. I made popcorn and I looked down at that moment. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I thought it was a good movie. It was good. You know, it was she's like in, by she's the numbers. In, she's incredible. She is incredible, she isn't is incredible, she? Yeah. I can't tell. I mean, I find her like, she's one of those like, uh, what's, what's the fuck you call? What's that guy's name? The other Australian guy, Russell Crowe, like beautiful, ugly. But she's like sometimes stunningly beautiful and sometimes just nicely pretty. Yes, right? Kind of like me. Well, she's so talented. It she is so talented. You're right. It all, right. You're right. Well, I'm just looking from a purely shallow objective, you know, perspective. But she's amazing. She's got a good voice. She's real. Yeah. You know, she's, she's really got real. a really solid voice. Um, and she seemed very vulnerable. She's good. Yeah. She's got a photograph her and she's uh Oh, he photographed Complex, her. Complex, yeah. Okay, okay, now we get... See, yeah, now we'll the reason there. I brought you here... We'll we're going to dive in. One. Well, let me, um, let me uh, give a little uh, to the people here. You are a photographer. I am. And uh, you've been doing this forever. Forever. Like what, over 20 years? Forever. Straight out of high school. Oh, wow. Um, so you didn't go to college. You you, surpa- you bypassed? No, I was uh, refused entry into a community college. Tough, oh, that's tough, dude. Yes, yeah, so I got a refusal letter on Christmas on Eve. On a community college? Yeah, I did. How bad it. fucking stupid do <laughs> you have to be to get refused by a community college? Well, I actually got great um, 
my high school marks were extremely high, but I... Were you too smart for that? I guess I bombed the interview or something, oh, yeah. God. I can't imagine you bombing anything. You're so, like, genteel. I think I'd have picked out the parking spot and where I was having lunch, so maybe that was a problem. Oh, that's hilarious. You Maybe the Australians are just, you know what I mean? Like, you're so mild-mannered in my mind, but maybe for them you were aggressive? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I just didn't make the cut. Did it affect your self-esteem? You're like, oh, fucking Yeah, I was pretty crushed, yeah. I'm sorry. Right before Christmas and you thought you had your life figured out, yeah. Well, you could apply to Harvard. You probably would have gotten into Harvard. You know what I mean? Like denied by Brisbane <laughs> Brisbane Community <laughs> it Center. It wasn't that. It was suburban Adelaide College. Oh, that, fuck, uh, suburban Adelaide. So don't worry. The local press has made good pre- good good use of that every time I go back. So. Well, now, now you're like a big star. So you, you got into photography. Did you assist like some big shots first? No, in Australia. So I, I grew up in Adelaide, Australia, which Where is, is that? Is that like near the middle Ayers Rock or something? No, no. I split my life between... My father worked in Aboriginal communities, and I would spend my time between Darwin, Australia, which is the north, a right. wild top end. Okay. And that's because um, Darwin was there and discovered shit, so to speak? There's a chance it's named after him. I'm assuming that's the case. <laughs> oh, or his cousin? His cousin Joe Darwin? Yeah, he could. You know, okay. stumbled on it. Well, the Dutch were there first, but oh, the um, they didn't want it. They just traded. Um no, so Darwin, Ab- my father, Aboriginal Affairs, went to Adelaide. What do you mean? He, what, what was he doing for Aboriginal Affairs? He was a mediator, affairs? a really fascinating job. So he was um, not a lawyer, but he was effectively a, a, a person who would go into community situations and, and deal with really complex situations. Aboriginal communities have uh, challenging um, religious community oh, laws. Okay, white okay. Pe- white people may have a problem struggling to understand that. They do and understand that. No, why? Oh, people they have don't. No idea. Why? Even, right. even within Aboriginal communities, there is there is the men's, the women's section, men's section, sacred sites. There's wow. Really complex. How um, I don't know how familiar you are, but how uh, comparable is the Aboriginal situation compared to the Native American situation here in America? Obviously, white people came. You guys were the prisoners, right? You were yes, like the, the derelicts convicts. of society. Yes, the Irish who so stole the, a loaf of bread. Is that what it was? Irish too. They just okay. wanted to get rid of a bunch. I of like Irish. the Irish. Are fun though. Well, Australians yeah. are fun. You're all a bunch of alcoholics. So that's the Irish. Um, <laughs> it's the Irish part of it. So they came over to Oz and then effectively took the land away from the Aborigines. Brutal. Brutal. Same brutal. thing. Slaughtered brutal. them. Brutal. Smallpox. Brutal. I mean, whatever. Literally, there isn't a, a direct descendant of an, a, a Tasmanian Aboriginal person alive because of they, wow. they, they hunted them down as, as wildlife, as the horrific. Do you find the Tasmanian devil offensive, that character? No, no. We're, I, where, we're, we're, we're very from? proud of it. I don't Are know. You? I guess someone... You know, the Disney, the Warner Brothers or Disney, whatever the fuck yeah. it was. Well, that, that, that creature exists. Um, it's not the nicest little fella. Um, There's a Tasmanian devil? Yeah, yeah. It's a little sleepy it's like little... like a little weasel? It's a sleepy little sluggish kind of guy, and you don't really want to upset him because he's got claws and he's not that And he's friendly. ugly. They're yeah, probably angry because they're ugly. The ugly animals are just angry. Well, it's a bit unfair. Australia's got all these beautiful animals, and he's not the uh, he's not the yeah. hot one. He's so. not a koala, so he's got fucking issues. <laughs> got to go easy with koalas. They're a little tough little. They're guys tough too. too. Yeah, don't go, don't go. Just patting those I, things. I, easy. I've never touched a koala. Animals scare the fuck out of me. Well, we got them all. So. Um, okay, so your dad was helping. Was it guilt? White guilt that drove probably him to Aboriginal affairs? White guilt, yeah, okay. possibly. That's and a good he's a, originally Irish back in the day, convict. He's like a Melbourne you, guy. He was. Hippie kid that wanted to do something different with his life went up love north, it. love it, and uh, did a bunch of that, and then came back and he got a real job or always worked in that, in the government form of that, and worked okay. in, in Adelaide, which is, which is the town in the south, right? You look at the on map the coast, this, everything's on the coast in Australia. No well, one, no, no isn't one lives there in the like there is there's Ayers Adelaide. Rock? Yeah, but no one lives there. They don't. No, just no a tourists booth. Yeah, it's, a it's, also, it's not called Ayers Rock. What's it's, it called? It's Uluru is the traditional Uluru. name. Uluru. So you can't you call it Rock. The Aborigines have a lot of fun names, though, don't they? So they do the, the Native Americans, yeah, you know? Chapapakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakak
Yeah, Uluru. 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 That should be a band. Shouldn't there be a band called I'm Uluru? I'm sure there's, there's probably a Like emo band. music? Uluru. Uluru, yeah. Could right? Be. Yeah. And their title album will be Uluru. Live, acoustic. Um, mm, I'm sorry. I'm drinking, just for you people, now I'm back on the, uh, on the chai latte with oat milk, but I'm not doing the dirty oat for those that have been tuning in. Um, I tried to spike it with espresso, but I'm not a big coffee drinker. I'm just also not regular in terms of my movement, so I tried the caffeine to help move things along. But then the, the, the espresso is too much. Like, it goes the other extreme. You know what I mean? We're talking mm-hmm. like Elon Musk, right, Tesla situation. So I'm back on just a lighter oat, and it's actually really good. Irving Farm. Irving Farm. Okay, sorry. Didn't mean to right. stick that sponsorship in there. We're talking about Aborigines. So dad went up to Darwin, hippie kid, didn't yeah. like to bathe, single still, not married to your mom no, yet. No, he's married. No, he took, his, he took this young wife from Sydney. And Is that your mom? His- Yes, you call mother. her the young wife. I'm the like, I'm wife. like you, no. you were like the second was, marriage. No, no, he met her when I was studying in Sydney, and um, okay. took her to the middle of nowhere, and then in these 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 That's traditional communities in the middle. Of, yeah, it was incredible. Did, story. Were they like, "Fuck you, white guy. We don't want your help." Yeah, there's a bit of that. Okay, but they were, my dad, you know, heart's in the right place. Yeah, made a lot of you know. I'm really proud of what he's done. You know, he's, you're he's, a good son. You look how you're giving dad props. I you love that. Give him props. No, he's a good I man. never give my he's fucking dad props. No, I got daddy very... issues, so I never <laughs> give my dad props. Just tell me he's a fucking dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> the anger tends to come out. I don't want to. Your, your yeah. gentle nature. So no, okay, dad no. was doing that, and then when did you pop out? Popped out in. Uh, they got to Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Middle of the '70s. Uh, Cool. Adelaide's kind of like we call it. I call it like an Austin Boston mix. Austin Boston Austin, mix. Austin. It's got okay. like a kind of an art streak of Boston. Okay. But it's got a bit of an older English sort of settled feel, like Boston. It's a cool little town. Everyone, you know, it loses its uh, shine. Sydney and Melbourne and Australia take they the, overwhelm. They overwhelm it. But it's it's where you drink any of the red Kunawara, the Shiraz from Australia. The Shiraz. It's, it's the uh, wine capital of Australia. Is it really? And now it's the uh, aeronautical capital of Australia. Why is it aeronautical? They got the, they're going to set up this whole new aeronautical NASA-esque wow. thing there. And it's a... The Beware, biggest, U.S., now the Aussies are coming. And we do have the biggest, uh, the second biggest arts festival outside of Edinburgh. Edinburgh. The Adelaide, Ed- Edinburgh. Edinburgh, okay. Is it Edinburgh? Edinburgh. It's Edinburgh. Edinburgh. I know, I know. I know. I, I do go on YouTube and I look at the how to pronounce, you know, that little things on YouTube, how to pronounce. I go, Edinburgh. You know what I mean? You know yes. what I'm talking about? Yes, yes, I do. Yeah. Okay, no, good. It's, it's, I don't know who makes those. Who knows if they're right? Anyway, get to Adelaide in March. Mm-hmm. We have a, about a month long. Adelaide in March, people. Big arts time. festival. Yes. Do the Airbnb prices spike up then? Fucking gouge Probably tourists. Probably go crazy, yeah. It's just the only problem with Australia is it's fucking far. I'm just but, saying. What's it? What, I, I, far from me. But once you're on an airplane, what's the difference? Just, just I don't know. Read another book, drink another glass I of wine. I don't read. Watch a movie. I am. Um, I got to be honest with you, and I, I talk about this extensively. I don't like turbulence. I masturbate during turbulence. Mm-hmm. I do, Ben. It actually really helps me. I think it'd be harder for men to masturbate in the seat because, you know what I mean? You might see some weird movement Could under the blanket. Yeah. But with me, it's just like a little, you know, finger pain in the Oval Office, very discreetly under the blanket. And then it calms me down because I don't take any pe- I like to keep my body clean. I don't take any pills or anything. Um, and long flights, the chances are going to get more turbulent. I mean, right. It's like math. It's mathematics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like I like turbulence. I actually quite enjoy it. Do you really? I like, I like roller coasters. Oh Jesus! You're not no. in control. So what are you I don't do? like. And then, you know what? These flights now you got to pay for your own vomit bag. You got to pay for everything. Mm-hmm. I had to fly. I said there's no. You know I said there's no little bag. The paper bag here. She goes. It's like two ninety nine. I'm like I have to fucking buy a pillow, buy a headset, and buy like the the bag. I said fine. I'll use the Hudson News bag that I had holding my economy. I like to read the Economist. Hold the Economist, and I'll vomit into that. But I didn't vomit in the end. Just so you know. Just Good. everybody's Good. knows that I didn't vomit. So you popped out, and yeah. then you went going back and forth between Adelaide, Austin, Boston, to Darwin. Yeah, we're back and forth. Is Darwin like the Galapagos? No, Darwin's like a wild west. I mean, it's like 
So if you take Australia, the top end of Australia yes. is like what you would consider more an Alabama, so the southern Louisiana feel. I what, in terms like, of people and ignorance? Possibly. Okay. I, I didn't say that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, alcohol intake. Got it, uh, got temperature, it. Baseball climate, caps? Probably baseball caps. You okay. know, there's uh, crocodiles, alligators, whatever's, you know, they're all right. they're all there. Right. Um, and there's only one road out of town, so wow. if you commit a crime, the police... They they're going to get they you. Know where you're coming from. They're going to get you. The heat does things to people, but it's a pretty wild, wild, wild place. Is it pretty? If you get out of Darwin and go to a place called Kakadu National Park, it's the, of course it's the wild, wild Australia. People come to oh, Australia wow. and they go to Sydney, Melbourne, and they go, doesn't seem culturally it's very like different. It's like New York. To, I'm like, yeah, because it's a big city right. of five million people. What well, do you the expect? Great Barrier Reef, the coral yes. reef, cairns up there, right? Yeah, you go all beautiful. the way up north. Yeah, that's great. And Get all that down. Fraser Island and Byron Beautiful, Bay. Yeah. I know my geography. Gorgeous. You do. You Damn do. it. You do. But I've yeah. slept with several Australians, and they are really fantastic in the sack. Excellent. That's good. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, I don't know if I'm putting you on the spot. I mean, if you're not, you're like, well, I'm actually mediocre. I don't want to. No, but I'm just saying they really, because the Australians have a nice fun, they have like the, um, the island mentality. I find that Australians, when you're an island and you're a huge fucking island, right? It's not like you're. Biggest island. Yeah, pretty so, big island. Continent and an island. Yeah, exactly. Island so I'm just saying, it's like, but it's still an island mentality where you're isolated. You don't feel impinged by any any other country except by water, you know, by the elements. So I feel like there's a connection to nature there that doesn't exist when you're living in a landlocked country. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're like in Luxembourg, um, you hop on a train, you don't end up in a different country, just in another part of Australia. It might feel like a different country. But my point is that Australians have a, a zest for life. We do. That I like. I we do. Um, and they have that chip on their shoulder because the convict thing. So they kind of oh, hate yeah. the Brits, but they oh, yeah. like the Brits, but they hate the fucking Brits, right? Yeah, we do. It's, a, it's definitely a love-hate. Yeah. Every time I'm in London, I'm always like, I'm back. Do you feel like they look down on you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Really? Sure, well, absolutely. English are snobs, right? Their class yeah. system is so distinct. Yeah. But they, but they all want to move to Australia now, and we won't let them. So. Yeah, well. And Australian <laughs> women, are they attractive? Very attractive. Yeah. yeah beautiful, natural women. Are yeah. they um, beautiful, natural? I like that. <laughs> Not a lot of plastic. Like, do you have, like, the, the whole Botox, Desperate Housewives situation and also in, in, like, the big cities? Yeah, probably. We have some of that. I yeah. think generally it's pretty common. It's not as common? Okay. It's pretty common. I love Kate Blanchett, by the way. She's she's incredible. I met her. Have you photographed her? Yeah, I actually had this really interesting story working with her a number of times. I worked with her as a... She's straight out of acting school in oh, wow. Adel- in in Sydney. A youngster. She came out of NIDA and she talked us into where to do an exclusive at home with an actor. For, oh, you, know, you went to her ma- house. People magazine, yeah. But she didn't want her house showing, so we we managed to take all the furniture and put it in the hallway of the building and oh, said wow. that was her her house. She's so lovely. You, that's really fun. You moved yeah. the sofa to a hallway yeah, and took. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was why so didn't sweet she about want it. them in your? She, did, she didn't want everyone to know where she's living and how she lived. So she knew she was going to be a celebrity already. She had a celebrity well, mentality straight right. out of she, acting she, school. She came straight out of acting school. Everyone knew that was a shining light there. And then when I worked here, I worked on a really big, her first big Vanity Fair cover. Right. I worked on that with her and Annie, and that was amazing. Annie Leibovitz. Yes. You were assisting Annie? I was, yeah. That was my Is she life. gay? I didn't really ask her that question. But she is gay, right? That's, yeah. That's, that's a known uh, fact. Her, her I'm not bringing her out or something. Or, uh, no, no, okay. no. I mean, she's a mother of two children. That doesn't mean anything these days, right? You can have men that are gay with children. True. That, with, you know, True. I carried many a, a child for many gay men, so I know. Was she nice, Annie Leibovitz? Or she looks tough? She looks perf- like perfectionist and tough. Yeah. Yeah, she's on a mission. I sort of said, people have asked me that question before. And you're trying to be diplomatic about it yet again. Yeah. Okay. No, it's like it's like riding a freight train. When you're on it, it's great. 
When you get off, you're like, fuck, that hurt. It hurts. Getting on and getting, get, getting <laughs> off. Whiplash. Getting off right train ain't fun, right? So wow, that's funny. When okay. you're on it, it's great. But yeah, look, she's on a mission. She's got a, she's, she's, she's committed to what she's doing. And if you're keeping up with her, it's great. If you're not keeping up with her, it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. When you're, and you can talk about yourself too, but these like, yeah. these photographers that are like, you know, these famous, famous sure, photographers, yeah, yeah. the Helmut Newtons of the world and the Annie Leibovitzes. Um, is there genius? When I see a photo of Annie Leibovitz, I like the staging of it and the concept and then, obviously, the power you bring out of your subject, right? How much of it is, in Annie's case, her design and her creativity? Uh, and how much does she work with the subject? Do you know what I mean? To bring out a certain emotion? Like, how do you get to be lauded for your photography? Does that make sense, my question? Sure, sure, sure. I mean, those people, those names you've just come up with, they've been doing it for 30 years. Okay. I mean, they didn't have one great year. I mean, you think Annie's work is American. It's, it's world history. I mean, that that itself, what she's did... From the start of Rolling Stone to, okay. then to Vanity Fair to now, it's it's universal history. Like she has defined, she not only defined a look of of of, of celebrity, oh, interesting. Re- real life. She defined a magazine look through Rolling Stone. I mean, that was a so that a was little, her ideas. She's like, no, let's... no, she she was a, like a little. Um, she was an art school kid um, in San Francisco. Jan Wenner happened to start up some little startup magazine. Okay, and she happened to be the right place, right time, and and was incredible from day one. And this. No one works hard on that woman. That woman's no, no. I meant was machine. it her cre- like her creativity? Like she's the one who designs like the Whoopi Goldberg in the bathtub or oh, whatever. That's, that's some of that's done by committee. Like you know, have a okay. magazine editor and they'll have a talk and they'll collaborate. Obviously, with an actor, they're pretty powerful actors. They're going to have their say. So you know? what makes? Why would they hire? What does she bring into the table as opposed to someone else who can also get a nice shot? Um, in your just, mind, she always delivers. The woman's never. I mean, I know that doesn't answer the question, but she just never ever fails. That woman's incredible. I've seen her in. When I worked for her, watch her in situations where just everything's going to be falling apart and she just came through. There was stress on set with a celebrity. There was weather that was, you know, she would just turn around and go, okay, well, it's a storm coming. Let's make the most of it. Like, let's shoot okay. in the middle of the rain. So like, more it, like a cheerleader? No, she's not a cheerleader. She's, okay. She's, she's, she's like a Nazi. No, in a nice she, way. In a no, good way. She just, she's just unflappable. She, you can't, she can't get She's big, like cool she as a cucumber. A like, she rolls with the... Her photo assistants are your average, you know, twenty-four-year-old, right. six-foot-two guys running down the street with equipment. She's running faster than them. She just—they can't keep up. She's incredible. I guess I'm trying to hone in on, like, when I look at art, yeah. or you know, like a great painter. I look at their color, their technique, their skill, or what they brought to the table that wasn't there before, like a Jackson Pollock. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or a Rothko, or whatever the fuck. But with photography, I'm just wondering because obviously, these, especially portraits, right? I'm not talking about something that's technically difficult, but mm-hmm. like portraits. What, because I guess, tell me your experience from other, and you too, like, what is it that makes a great photographer? Just from a pure, like, from a, you know, what aspects of it, obviously? The way she talked to these celebrities? Sure, yeah, you've, you've got to, you got to isolate yourself with them. And she actually tried very hard to push back on this big machine around her. Everyone had this thing of all these teams and people and money and right, celebrity. Right. And she would just fight so hard to just get rid of all that. You know, Brad okay. Pitt woke up and came in with a, with his singlet on and was sort of a bit of a mess. And she just said, get <laughs> Too rid- much weed. Yeah. Whatever he's doing, just get rid of the world and just slow down and and find a right. moment that you. So it's can like connect. an acting coach, in oh, she, a way. Definitely, like she she's an acting coach. She's a shrink. She's a she's a yeah. therapist. She's everything in right. one. And she's doing it with the camera. She's also coming at it with an incredible knowledge of the history of photography, the history of painting. Oh, interesting. You know, she's she come, also a painter, fine arts. You said. I don't. I, a lot. You a lot of great photographers have come from art school and they can't paint. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I can't draw or paint from. I can draw like stick figures quite yeah. nicely, but yeah. I'm not a good. I'm not very artsy crafty. 
So, you know, even my iPhone photos look shit, and it's hard to fuck up an iPhone photo, right? Even everyone's like, really? Yeah, you have an iPhone 4? Yeah. yeah, so I'm an idiot. But anyway, go ahead. So, you, you work with her, and she yeah. inspired, she was like your mentor. Can we call her a mentor? Uh, a freight train mentor. A freight train mentor. So I'd worked in Australia for photographers. I came here, and within my, got a lucky break within the first week of being here. Jesus, fuck you. I got a job at Annie's, which was a, which That's at amazing. the time, I didn't. Well, you must have been good, too. Yeah, you know, I think I interview He's well. Good. Um, better than been the community <laughs> college in Adelaide. You <laughs> well, learned your lesson. I spent a year in South America. I went to South America for a year, just, okay. just backpacking, needed to get out of the world a bit. And I think yeah. I showed up the anti New Yorker. All the other New York kids who were in, they were for like, job, I went to boarding school and I went to RISD. Like, I think they were just a bit broken. And I showed up like <laughs> jungle time and gave her like, yeah, you know, it's a pretty. I just was. I well, you're back mellow now, too. You have a mellow, nice mellow energy to you. Yeah, that, that sometimes. Like, I'd right. like to have you around all, right, all yeah. the time. All right. So let's talk. Okay. No, it's you know, but you got to be. There's enough intensity in what we do, and yeah, little cities we live in, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's the thing about living in a big city like New York, right? Uh-huh. You can either amp up your energy and fight, or you can <laughs> retreat in a little bubble and be like, "I'm impermeable," mm-hmm. right? I, that's a new big word I've yeah, been yeah. using yeah. as of late. So now you obviously are a very accomplished photographer as well. I didn't come here to bring you as a conduit to Anne, even though it's nice to hear some juicy yes. stories. And hopefully you can dish out some, some yeah, dirt at some sure. point. Um, are you guys in touch? Will she be like, how the fuck? Like, would she be pissed off if you said anything about her? Does she text you and invite you over for, for Shiraz? No, no, okay. I, I don't think there's anyone who works for those type of people who become buddies. You're not buddies. You're, the, you're there to get a job done and then you get on with the rest of your life. Yeah. Right, right. Do you miss her? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the time I got to work I'm for sure. her. Yeah, How long like, did you work for her? A year. A year? Yeah, nice. Then I, then I worked for Mark Seliger, Mary Ellen Mark, one of my heroes, Harry Benson. I don't like, know these people. Right, Harry I B- know Mark Zelliger. Yeah, Mark's very, very He very did famous. like the Nirvana covers and yeah, shit. Yeah, all the Kurt Cobain stuff, very famous, sort of in the... How are they different? They're very similar. They're, they're oh, stunningly interesting. Similar. They're okay. the same person. Okay. They're just, you know, had either of those people wanted to be the, the greatest architect in the world, they would have been. They're just, they're just they're good just, at what they do. They're just incredible people. And they work harder than everyone else. Um... So there's those people, and then you're like Mary Ellen Mark, who was probably the most important female photographer in the last Oh, shit, I need to read up. Mary Ellen Mark. Mary Ellen Mark. She's so powerful. Is she American? She's American. God bless America. We lost her a couple of years. She she was on set of Apocalypse Now. Oh, wow. She was was, the stills? She was the stills. She's there with Brando and and Hopper and all that crew. She's a phenomenal... She's such an incredible woman. And then Mary, um, then Harry Benson. If you see the footage of the Beatles getting off the plane... Yeah, yeah. Next time, look for the tall fifth guy getting off the plane. And he's Harry Benson. Brit guy, Brit. Yeah, British, okay. Scottish. Uh, I, I I got to roll with Harry and learn. I learned more from Harry than I learned in, in anyone in my life. That means really a phenomenal. He, was he a fun guy too? He was fun to me. I mean, okay. he, don't mess with him. <laughs> but don't get on the wrong side of him. He's the okay. best dressed, toughest man in the universe. Wow, yeah, he had a heart of gold. Yeah, I'm very oh, grateful that's for amazing. that. Yeah. What did you learn from him? Like, what were your ta- like two takeaways? Let's say uh, dress better than everyone else in the room. Interesting. Um, I guess I don't heed that. Maybe today <laughs> with my Steve Jobs turtleneck, but I'm I'm go. usually like sweatpants. I go for comfort. But be, get but better you can, dressed. You can be comfortable in a suit. I haven't tried a suit. Okay. I have a leisure suit. Okay. Well, they're, they're all comfortable. Yeah. If you get them right. Anyway, no, Harry just, he just knew how to get the shot. He had, was on a mission and if he got in his way, he'd, okay. ch- he'd charm you out of the way and knock you over. It's, He's like, either fuck you yes. politely. <laughs> You're moving out the way. Sometimes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. But so get better dressed than anyone in the room. I like that. I don't know what it means, but I like it. What yeah. else in terms of like photography from the craft? Just, just, just get it done. Like, don't, don't, don't take no for an answer. And, and Ooh, I and like that. Just, just keep pushing. Your, your job is to get behind the, the curtain, behind the door. As a magazine photographer, magazines can only get us in the door. We have to get behind that door. So, that's our job. Like, right. become their best friend, in, impress them. So in just ways. manipulate. 
in, a, a, in a good way, but just that. manipulate. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, sure. There's All a lot right. of manipulation I mean, why going not? on. Just sure, manipulate. Why not? Yeah. Make them seem like your buddy, but like a good uh, reporter or journalist, right? Exactly. You want to get on the end, and then you stab them in the back with an article that just makes them look like shit. No, look, I'm I, kidding. I don't do I'm that. kidding. I treat people well, the way photographers, that... you want to look good. You want the client to be happy. No, I try to make a pretty fair representation of who they are in front of me. I'm not, you know, I'm not going out mm. with preconceived uh, attack mode. You've no. uh, you've photographed a lot of um, politicians, yes, people in public office. Yes. So I know you did Ahmadinejad yes. back in the day. <laughs> yes, we had a couple of uh, two, two 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 portraits of. What was his first name? Mahmoud. I think it was Mahmoud. Yes, Mahmoud is, yes. Ahmadinejad. Correct. I wonder if he had a middle name like Sebastian. So how did you get that gig? And tell me about that gig because sure, sure, he's sure, sure. now like tweeting random shit. <laughs> I, I don't know. He back in the day he was like a dictator and yeah. I had a Middle East analyst on here a couple weeks ago because I was very confused about Iran in terms of their supreme leader and their kind of Islamic Islamist rule. But then you have the the president and he's battling the power because the I, you know what I mean like the supreme leader has the power and their women are making great films but they're also whatever. It's very confu- yeah. Iran does not know what the fuck is going on with itself. Um, except want to demolish Israel. But you tell me about Ahmadinejad because he's a confi- I mean, he's a character. Yeah, he's that an guy. interesting fellow. I photographed him twice. Once for Time Magazine. When, okay. When the UN's in town, these 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 heads of states come here, and it's a really great opportunity to, to get a few minutes with them. So they had one of these ten questions, and and I'd set up in the in the hotel. Did and, he have a translator for Farsi or he spoke English? Uh, he had a translator. He can speak uh, perfect English. Oh, but um, he still had a translator. Of course he did. Yeah, he wants. That. So there's, a, there's a power game <laughs> it's like going on. Like a barrier. On there. Yeah. And he, 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 you know, I set up in this. You know, you go through secret, the American Secret Service, Iranian Secret Service. Right. You get set up, and then his, you got, the, he's got the greatest team of yes men, and yes, yes, he can't wait to meet you. He knows all about you. Of course, he doesn't. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, then he said, no, he had to go to the UN to have a to to speak. And then he wouldn't. He wouldn't. Anyway, I just said I wouldn't leave the hallway. I wouldn't leave the room until he comes back and. You were like, I'm not yeah, leaving. You yeah. wanted to avoid the photograph? Yeah, he wanted to get out of it. And I just said, well, okay, well, I'll wait. I mean, I can, I can I'll wait. I, I, I'm I, I, Australian. I can wait him out. I got it's all fine. day. So he came back and he, he wasn't too happy about it. But we, we did the, we took a portrait. Remember, I remember the, the, remember the can you direct someone like Ahmadinejad sure. and say, you're look look at me, give me a little sexy smile. Yeah, can yeah, you say, yeah, give I me can. like, give me, yeah. yeah. We actually had one time with, with the second time I photographed, it was very funny. I it was at the back of a Charlie Rose uh, interview. He's being interviewed uh, by Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, yeah, I like I Charlie. If, yeah, I yeah, I'm with Charlie. sure you do. Yeah, I like Charlie. I you like know Charlie. what happened to Charlie, right? I, I don't know for sure. Oh, boy. Now we see the man <laughs> defending the other man. <laughs> was, anyway, Denying I, the accusers. You I, heard it here first. I like Charlie. Uh, I travel with Charlie. Anyway, so we're <laughs> on the back of one of his TV series here, and I wanted to photograph the image. I gave him a print from the previous shoot. Sometimes I give people right. gift prints. And I gave him this print, and I said, I would like to photograph you over on the on the gray piece of paper, the background. Right. I like to keep things pretty simple. And he said, no, 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 no. And I said, well, I don't understand. Why wouldn't Why, you? What's the problem? He's just, I'm wearing a gray suit. A gray suit and a gray background just oh, wouldn't work. look at work. him, Mr. Got, Designer Mahmoudi. fashion advice <laughs> from, 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 the, from the guy. Maybe Harry Benson could have intervened. So wait, so he wears like gray and taupe suits, right? I don't see him in like a snazzy Italian and pinstripe. He, and he never wears a tie because that's a Western... Is it really? Never, Not even a bolo tie? Bolo ties are great. No, but that's a statement of, of, of Western su- supremacy. So they he would just, never wear a tie. Do they no. button the shirt all the top? They have a little hair popping out like a little... little I didn't check the, the chest hair. Necklace. I didn't check that, but, uh, but okay. it, definitely no tie. No. Oh, yeah, so, I've no, got to look that. I know the mustache is a no tie. That seems to be the go-to. Yeah, well, the Western makes you put a tie and he wouldn't do that. Oh, wow. Give me a, was there an awkward moment when you were shooting with him or was he an easy subject? Did he kind of turn? Did He's he do any like, I mean, posing? They, everyone's got an ego. Everyone wants you there, right? Like, I don't ev- have an ego. Okay. I don't. Except you. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got to get Everyone, People want you there for either they're famous, they've got a story to tell, they're, right. trying to, they're trying to beat down a bad story, or they're trying to talk up their achievements. They're trying to project a certain image. 
they want you there. Like there's a reason why they want you in the room. So yeah. you, they want you, they want to work with you. So you've you've got an advantage that there is right. a, there's something in they it for them. They need you. Right? Yeah, they do. So there's as long as you can manage that, then you're fine. You're gonna it's gonna be great. Okay. Was Ahmadina concerned with his complexion and like pores? Did, did he have a good makeup artist? We didn't. We didn't. We didn't talk that. No. He didn't have a makeup artist. He may have had one. Charlie may have brought one for him. But okay. Uh, I'm sure Charlie had a makeup artist on his dick. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had to. So okay. So you you so you photographed Ahmadina. You photo yes. Billy. You photo Billy Clinton. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yes, what was yes. he like? Was he a fun, like, chatty Kathy? He was really quiet. It was really interesting. Really? So I worked as a photo assistant when he was in the in the White House, that last interview. You that, went to the White House? Yeah, when I first got here. I also worked for a German photographer and went and wow. photographed him in there. It was one of these, he uh, was like outgoing interview with a New Yorker. Okay. Um, and that was a really fascinating day with, I remember driving a 15-seater passenger van into the White House right, lawn and right. people just said, yeah, go for it. Just just park it somewhere. I was completely confused. <laughs> on the lawn. Just park, just park right there by the, like, the bushes. I think I, you know, I figured out you go to the media side, you don't go to the right, front door. Right, right. Well, but, I don't know. I would. But I rolled in and then, then you know, we, that, so then, but that was an assistant and then my, as a photographer, I photographed him for uh, for a magazine here and, and he was, you know, he's not the youngest. That was a recent photo shoot. So oh, he's, he's, a, he's he, like 80 now, isn't he? He's fragile. Yeah. He's not, he's not wow. the young sprightly fella. You know, it's, and we had a vegan lunch. He had a vegan lunch ready oh, he's to go. Vegan? I like well, him less heart already. Attack, you know, if he didn't, wasn't vegan, he be he wouldn't be here anymore. You think? Pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's, I like meat. I think meat gets yeah. a bad rap. I think if you have a quintuple bypass and you keep eating steaks, you're fine. That's okay. just me. All right. Vegan. That's one way to do it. Vegan end up dying of depression is what happens. You get a <laughs> bypass and you die a year later because you're so fucking depressed. So Billy, okay, did you shoot Hillary too? I met Hillary that day. Yeah, she's in the offices together. I, she warm and fuzzy. As people say. Yeah, you know, a lot of friends who work in politics and they love her. They really, really find I think she's delightful. She's she just like needed a better coach. One of the most charming, like, you know, people who worked, some of the Obama staffers who worked with her after that, you know, pretty tough away campaign. Right. And then they were not pro-Hillary people and they worked with her in, in that administration. And they said she was the funniest, nicest, coolest oh, person Oh, man, that makes me so yep. sad. Just couldn't translate just it on a- Just fucked it up, Hill. Yeah. Did you, are you shot Donnie too? Donnie Trump? Yeah, I photographed. Um, I, I don't uh, shoot people. I photograph Donnie Trump. Uh, Donald Trump. Never thought of that name like that. Uh, Donald Trump a number of times. Yeah, yeah. I've... So when did you shoot Donald at the White House? No, I've only photographed him. Um, he's never actually done a full photo shoot in the in the in the Oval Office. He had, he's had a couple oh. of photographers show up at the end of like a quick interview. Okay. A quick, a quick post, you know, Washington Post photojournalist. Right. Page um, six. Right. Go maybe. Ahead. Yeah. yeah. No, he, he's very distrustful of mainstream media, as we know. So he doesn't want yeah. that, you know. And also he doesn't I want think, a fake photo. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I, I, I liked him. I photographed him a number of times as a businessman here and for different different magazines. And he was and just fun-loving and goofy. We had a great and, time. Yeah, I'm I, sure you like, did. He, he wasn't just ruling the country. Look, I voted for him. I just changed my mind after. So I can't, you know, I can't uh -huh. diss him too much. He got me, charmed me for a while. At, at what point did you did you change your mind? About six minutes in. No, Um, I think I got to tell you, I, I, I mean, I liked Hillary. I just... She was kind of a snooze to me. Do you know, uh -huh. she felt a little robotic to me, and he was zestier. Uh, and I, like everybody else, I'm like, he's going to shake things up. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's going to question the whatever, the the usual political norms. Um, but then I realized that he didn't have any uh, values or didn't really know what he wanted. You know what I mean? It's like having... It's like having a lover in bed that's just confused. Like, I want a blowjob. I don't want one. Like, midway. You're like, make a decision. You know what I mean? I'm in a weird position. My back hurts. I have bad knees. Just tell me what to do. But you liked him. Is there anybody you didn't like? Because I feel like you liked, you, you would freaking like Pablo Escobar. Like, tell me someone you didn't like. 
No, I like. I didn't like Mother Teresa. She was a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Can't say that. No, I mean, there's been a few people. I I have a hard time when I'm photographing uh, celebrities. Well, because Uh, they're egomaniacs. No, the ego's fine. I can work an ego. I mean, Donnie's the biggest ego I've ever met. Right, you called him Donnie too. Now I like you. Brought it over. But someone like Brad Pitt, he seems fun. No, no, it's it's when they're like when they're a. Say this in a yeah, please. When they're they're a B-lister celebrity, when you've got okay, it's not them. It's it's the machine around them. It's, it's the team. It's the Hollywood. Like when I go into the White House and I'm dealing with a, the PR person for the president. PR people are the worst, aren't they? But they are and they aren't. Like if okay. I can reason with them. You talk to someone in politics and they say, Ben, no, 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 no. And you're like, well, I need well, one, yes. Well, I go, why? Like, and they'll, they'll give me a, a logical answer. Right. You talk to anyone in Hollywood, a publicist in Hollywood, and you say like, like once we had to vote for an actor. Tell me the name of the actor. So it was Jim Carrey. Okay. It was, uh, was his assistant. Who's now very zen, apparently. Yeah, yeah, he's very zen. He's, he's like quite, awakening. Quite the artist, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, I like his new show a lot. Have you seen I it? I haven't seen it. Yeah, I like I it. haven't I like seen it. Kidding. Kidding. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. yeah, it's good. yeah. It's good. See, check it out. Um, no, and his publisher's like, he won't go this far from this place. He won't wear this color. He won't wear this, for, like all these things. And do you think that's his demands that are funneled through the publicist? He's like, well, I won't wear green. Well, you never know. There's like this absurd list of things oh, he wouldn't God. do. Give me one. You remember one thing? He won't, what color did he not want to wear? I know. I, I don't know. But it was just like this yeah, insane list. Yeah, yeah, and, and then we got there and we had this amazing shoot with him. And it was like when he did this film, it was like 10 characters. What? How long ago was this? Years ago, years ago. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. he was uh, super famous already. Yeah, mega, mega, After mega, the mask. Mm, this was after the mask. Way past that. Okay. Mega, mega, mega okay. stuff. And we had one of the greatest I'm afternoons sure. in this like house in Hollywood photographing his like multiple characters. And he was just in his home home. No, in, oh, a, you in took a, a home. Like a location. But he just, home. the commitment to who he was as a character was mind blowing and wow. such kind, cool, fun guy. And then at the end of it, we made sure we got the publicist next to him. We're like, so Jim, just want to check in with you. Like, <laughs> so you don't like red, you don't drink this, you don't go here. And he goes, no, man, I love all that stuff, man. Oh, that's and, like, funny. and we just looked at her and went, you know Come what though, on. but I don't know. Maybe he said that initially, Maybe and then you once you know. put him on the spot, he didn't want to be a dick. You don't you know, know. What I mean? so he put the publicist under the bus. You don't know. So, um, so that's that's the hard part. The the the, the celebrity side of it is is challenging because there's no logic to it. You, the writers, right? You can't. The right. writers fine. I don't really work with writers very much. Well, I'm saying much. if you go on a concert and they're like, I want Fiji water and I want four organic oh, green that, that, grapes right, and like two red grapes. Oh, that's fine. A catering. That's yeah. Producer can deal with that. You I get, you're right. You know what? Fuck that. People that complain <laughs> about writers. I want a writer. All I have is Poland Spring, and I get my own fucking coffee. So you work with Jim Carrey. Who Jim Carrey's we, great. Yeah, no, I mean, we've had some really was someone an days. asshole? Can I just get one asshole here on the list? Even we, Ahmadinejad was a nice guy. Well, we had a... Uh, asshole? No, I mean, we had Lady Gaga scream, had a screaming fight with Lady Gaga. Not with me, with my... with, with oh, my, okay. the writer Tell of my me. Mag- I had to come in and reshoot a cover of a magazine that okay. someone else had shot that was probably... It was like a very cool fashion photographer that shot right, for this okay. mainstream American magazine. Okay. Her and... Um, who'd you do the duet album with? Who's the American? K.D. Lang. No, I no, love the KD. American icon. You know what's his name? Uh, American icon. Uh, oh, Tony Bennett. Yeah, Tony Bennett. I like and Tony. Who doesn't love Tony Bennett? Yeah. Right? And so it was. A, it was I had to come and reshoot. And her people are really, really tough team. Of like the, the grilling I got before the shoot was. Oh really? Do don't this. touch her. Don't make eye contact. Well, I suggested well, let's just photograph this piano, which is in the in this in the location. It's great event okay. hall. And they're like, why would you want to photograph next to a piano? I was like, it's, oh boy. Because he's a musician. Yeah. Hi. Anyway, so we got it. We you know. It gets to a point with these people sometimes with their handlers is you just got to let them say no a few times. So, what, so now, okay. now what we do is we come up with like the most absurd. And three, they can say no, no. You say, and then you right. say three crazy out well, of the. Well, that's manipulative the and great. Three things. Right. And you let them go no, no, no. And you're like, okay, I'll settle for the fourth. 
And that and, was your first. Oh, but the that's is, smart. <laughs> then they'd feel bad saying no. But you get scared because if they say yes in the first one, you're like, oh, shit, we're oh. doing it in midair coming out of an airplane. <laughs> yeah. But no, so. What we, was she screaming about? Well, we showed up. Tony's there. You know, she came in. He, he Tony's her, like a thousand years old. He's also. the sweetest guy in the world. I'm sure he is. Like, Look, I think you a, think everybody's sweet. No, but, he's uh, amazing. Is he? Okay. No, I believe Tony's sweet. I believe She shows up. And she just needed to vent because it was a reshoot. It was a famous photographer who okay. she got to like do a favor and we were shooting. Got she it. just needed to vent. And the magazine writer just wouldn't let her vent, just like scream back at her. And I'm Really? Like, over my shoulder, I got a screaming match between Lady Gaga and a magazine editor who shouldn't have spoken up at all. Should have just kept her head down and said, right, sorry, right. let's get on with it. Like I literally had 10 minutes with her. Oh. 15 minutes with her. That little time? Uh, Fuck. That, well, before I put content. For a cover? Sure. Like when I'm wow. in presidential stuff, like uh, when I've been in the Oval Office, I had like six minutes. Yeah. It's like. So you got to do all the lighting with someone else posing? Yeah. I do a lot of, you know, set up, but sometimes okay. I don't. So I'm just going to walk in and, and make it happen. Natural. Yeah. Natural yeah, 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 lighting. I love that. It's like, it's okay. a, quite an adrenaline rush. But so then she storms off and I have to go to change rooms and her makeup room and have a little heart to heart and talk you to talk her. You talked to her? You talked yeah, her down. Like you were like her shrink. I had to get her back in there, and she's. How'd you she, do it? You just charmed her with your well, Bradley I, Cooper like gentility. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, we. Uh, Tony Bennett was the pawn. I was like, well, Tony sitting. Porn? Oh, pawn. <laughs> he was the pawn. Oh, pawn. Okay. Pawn. I'm like, he was the pawn. Yeah, he was. Yeah. No, no he was sitting. <laughs> at, he was sitting at the piano all alone, right? So I'm like, oh, let's. He's stranded. Let's just let's just get in there. And she was great. She's like, I okay. respect you as an artist, and I just. She that, said that to you. Yeah, she goes, I didn't want to drive you crazy she right. goes, I shouldn't be screamed at I was like and she was right so okay. we well, have those moments yeah I mean I get them this was for Vogue it was from Parade American Parade Sweetheart, Sweetheart Magazine I've never fucking read Parade <laughs> I would read a magazine called Parade I just go see a parade it's have you incredible. ever gone on like in any dangerous locations you know, my, my mother made a deal with me years ago. She said, just don't go to a war zone. I, so you don't want to be an embedded photographer? I love these people. Like Tim Hetherington, who, you know, like, he, I'm about to reel off names of all these, like, war photographers who are my heroes, and they're all dead. Oh, that, so, in the line of uh, photography duty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they go to Syria and shit? Yeah, like Tim Hetherington. I saw this movie, wow. Restrepo. It's just incredible. Oh, I saw Restrepo. Yeah, he made it with Sebastian Young. Like, yeah. Tim Hetherington was a, this genius. He took these incredible pictures, oh. and he was on his way to becoming something even bigger than that. And what happens is all these amazing photojournalists they do these like two years five years of right. these incredible tours of duty and then the one day they just step on the wrong piece of ground yeah, on yeah. a random Mine. Sunday boom yeah, yeah. and you know I, I think I'd probably try to help someone some kid would be running across the street Ugh. I want to help him boom so I'm not and you're a nice guy you you would step on that would, do you know what I mean and I feel done. like the soldiers with them will be like well he's a photographer we, we, <laughs> he can't help us in combat like, like why don't you go get it Wow, yeah. that's sad. Look, yeah. they're doing a service. They're historical. They're really, you know, they're really, they really are historians. Without, without them, like the, the story isn't told, and they really incredible yeah. work. It's really powerful. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look at that. Well, that terrible. I don't know who took that photo. Was it a photographer? That poor Syrian kid that washed up on the ocean, or was that like an amateur photographer? I'm not sure who took that picture. It's you know what I'm talking yeah, about, yeah, know, right? The heartbreaking. I thing, feel but... like these days, though, obviously people that are embedded in um, in units as photographers, they can. It, it also comes out kind of artsy, and you know. But these days, everybody's got the phone. There's a bunch of historians all over the yeah, place, right? Everybody's yeah. embedded, and yeah. it's kind of amazing uh, and and powerful because I feel like a lot of photography is manipulative, right? And stagey and whatever. Well, that's and so, the scary part of, of where it is now. Yeah, you know, and you never know what's pr propaganda or you, you don't know what to believe anyway. Well, it doesn't right? help when we've got people saying things aren't real. Yes, exactly. Real, so. Let's not mention Donnie again, okay? <laughs> he's coming. He's, he makes he's me feel like I'm feel like here. a jilted lover that was just abandoned. Mid coitus. So you done so what would be your dream subject? 
I've always said, like, it's so funny. They keep dying, these people. I've got to keep them alive. It's like, dark here, Ben. Can we? Give <laughs> I would have always loved a photo of Nelson Mandela. Yeah. But, I, I, the, but the one I do want to photograph, who, who is interesting, you've sort of touched on it a bit, is uh, I want to go back in the palace and photograph the queen for the, for the reason you had said earlier. Yeah. I want to be the Aussie back in there. And be you know, like, yeah, I'm back. yeah, ding, I'm ding, back. Ding. I'm gonna, gonna make you look mighty pretty. I'm here. I'm Queenie. back. You got rid right. of us. You tried. Right, right. Yeah. That, that, well, can you still? Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, I think actually was in there as a as, as a photo assistant years ago, photographing all the uh, all the royal art in the collection. royal court. Yes, and I uh, I, I was the, there. All these um, the world's most beautiful bathrooms. In, in, in Buckingham the Royal Palace, really? yeah. Is it like gold-plated toilets? Pretty impressive, yeah. yeah but Did you but, sit on the seat? Because I never sit on the seat, but I feel like if I was in the Royal Palace, I would feel comfortable sitting on the seat. Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty good seats. It's actually really funny when you do photo these people. The bathrooms were some of the, uh, <laughs> the, inter- the most interesting places. It's just funny. Like I started taking this photo series. I know it's, it's just sitting in a hard drive somewhere, maybe. Of like when I'm in the bathroom in the White House. like Right. Who I'm, was sitting here taking a dump <laughs> 20 minutes ago? That's what I would be thinking and, about. And Or like Carlos Slim, like the world's richest man. This yes. is his bathroom. Have you, you know? been to Carlos Slim yeah, bathroom? Yeah, yeah, in Mexico City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how'd you photograph him? Did he fly out on a private jet? What, well, what happened we, we, there? We went to Mexico City. It was one of these like, you know, richest man in the world stories. Okay. Is got, he the richest man in the world? He was at one point. The speculative stories were all Is it all drugs right? or what is it? No, it's not drugs. He's a Lebanese expat, Mexico. Okay. Uh, telecommunications, construction. He's okay. a good guy. I liked him a lot. Yeah, and we got him outside on a payphone. Okay. Which was pretty funny, right? Everyone in Mexico thought that was pretty funny. You so. shot him in a payphone? I mean, you took a photograph of him in a payphone <laughs> booth? No, stop the shooting. <laughs> no, I photographed him um, in a payphone booth, which was pretty funny. He, he, he was laughing at the irony. He's of like, that. I can't afford a cell phone. I'm going to make a public <laughs> well, call. He owns every phone in Mexico and half of Latin America. Is he a nice guy? They're all nice guys. I mean, you, why not be nice when you're the fucking richest guy in the world? Why not? Like, what? There's a photographer coming in, and yeah, yeah, like there's a game sometimes. Like sometimes people push back, and yeah, and you're a dude. There's always a little cockfight going on there initially, right? But sometimes it's good, like the dude thing. Like I, I, you know, sometimes we do the. It's you know, are they bros? You want to have a bro? You give chat? a bro hug. You get a bro hug with if Carlos that, Slim. If that's what it takes to get more time. What kind of name him, is you know? Slim? Is it Salim that he kind of? I think it is. Yeah, anglicized. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah Carlos yeah, yeah, Slim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, totally so the bath- bathrooms are the richest people in the world. They're and was that a, what was nicer, the uh, Queen Elizabeth bathrooms or, or Slims? I think Slim's was. You know, I think was it wealth, modern? Have her, a modern take, or was it like Versailles? His, his, yeah. his, his was just very. Um, it was modern. Yeah, it was like modern. A lot of like beautiful marble and like just this giant. It was big. Everyone giant. It was just like probably bigger than my trailer. I think. Well, I don't know. I haven't really seen your trailer. It's but pretty big. It's, it's pretty you know. Big. I mean, I have a couple. I okay. have thirty-four kids, so I have, okay. I have kind of a big square. It's like a courtyard. Okay. I have my own court. All right. Well, we got to get um, you in one of the magazines. I just think that if I went to a really nice bathroom. I would take um, some photos for Tinder for me because mm-hmm. I'm on a bunch of di- dating sites. Yeah. And the men always take photos in really bad bathroom. I kind of judge by the bathroom. You know what I mean? If like it's a hot guy, but he's got like taupe tile, I will not swipe. Taupe tile, all right. You know, just taupe, whatever. It looks like a shitty bath. looks like a, a Motel 6 bathroom kind of thing. Yeah. But if I shot a picture, you know what I mean? Like a selfie in Carlos Slim bathroom, I'd probably get a lot of action. Don't you it think? It could help. It could help. Right? I'm Especially just saying. Latin America, Mexico, you know. You're... Yeah. Well, men, Latin men like me. Good. I have a big like booty, and I can I have coordination. I can merengue with the best of them. Yeah, you may not well, they, think so. They can dance. They can dance. Yeah, I've been I've been a Mexican. That sounds weddings. very racist. But I tried it's to dance not. at a Mexican wedding. It I can't see you dancing. I was nicknamed what are they? Uh, the Spanish white word? man. No, la tortuga. The turtle. Yeah. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> la tortuga. They yeah. have a good sense of humor. Then I, then, I went, then, I went, then I went to a couple of black weddings, and they're like, "No, you can't dance here." Yeah, please stop. <laughs> Just sit on the side, Aussie, <laughs> and put your shrimp on the baddie. Yeah. I mean, my God, you've really covered every single. 
powerful person on the planet. Well, that's my sh- that's my thing. Like that's now, your I mean, shit. Like, you don't send you don't send a rookie to these kind of shoots. Like of it's, course, it's like you it, know your shit. I mean, they're five, ten minutes. They're the most powerful people in the world. Wow. They're I mean, also too that there's a lot of pressure on these shoots. Like they, if I don't perform. The publisher has like everyone right. knows. There's like, no backup photographer, is there? Like no, in case you fuck up. <laughs> there's no backup <laughs> anything. No, they've been like navigating or negotiating this interview for months. Like this publisher of the magazine knows he's yeah. in the Oval Office with this guy from nine oh five to nine twelve. Yeah, and everyone's dreaming of the world's most powerful right. pictures of like. Yeah. They give you the, they give you this study of like the greatest pictures of presidents in the last sixty years. Here, Ben, do that in three minutes. Yeah. Wow. No pressure, right? So like everything I do, like it's the, the machine, the people I, my assistants that I hire, my equipment, everything, right. everything is like. It's got to be on. There's got to be plan DZ. It's like there is, yeah. there is ways. And like. And you're also, you keep, like you're Annie, you're like you keep cool as a cucumber. You don't get, you don't get starstruck is what I'm saying. You're not like, hi, I'm so excited to meet you. God, no. I mean, that but the thing is, it. it might be their house, but it's my set. Look at you. This might be the fucking White House. It's my set, motherfucker. I love yeah, it. it is. You're I'm right. Deadly serious. But that's the right attitude but, but they to want have. That. But they need that. Of course they do. They're all little kids wanting to be loved. Yeah, no, no. I actually, one, one pivotal moment years ago, so I was photographing Rupert Murdoch on the roof mm-hmm. of- He's Aussie, isn't he? He is. He's actually from Australia. We, yes, I said he's an Aussie. He, he, he's, yeah. he's from Adelaide, Australia. Really? He's, Adelaide. he's from Austin, he, Boston? He's from Austin, Boston. He's, he used Adel- to be a hippie. Hippie Adel- artist, no, probably there was not. No, there was yeah. no hippie in him. Was he born rich, Rupert? His dad gave him a newspaper. His dad had a pretty decent little newspaper empire, but it wasn't like, like the Gazette, the Adelaide Gazette, Adelaide Advertiser. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah, pretty close. And, and he took that and then he ran with it, and then so he's a self-made kind of Rupert. Yeah, he went to went to England and did the Fleet Street stuff, and then came here and wow, boom. But I was photographing him in his balcony outside his office. I had a funny moment with the Australian on his balcony. That sounds risky. I put it, put it. Well, this is it. I put him on a little box, you know, gave him up with the sky in the background and stuff. And then his PR guy, a little Australian guy with a classic Australian sense of humor. As I'm leaning in towards Murdoch, he's like. Australian PR guys, here's your chance. <laughs> Give him a push. Go on. Get famous. I was like, what, 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 what? No, but there was a moment with Murdoch and he could tell like, you know, I'm Australian. I used to actually have this, I had this funny run in with his son, Lachlan, for years in Australia. Lachlan? Is Lachlan, that a Scottish Lachlan, name? Lachlan Murdoch. This is one of his kids. Okay. How many does he have? Like 14? He's got, no, he's I have more. I have more Roop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but Lachlan was the unmarried bachelor billionaire when I was rolling around Sydney. Is he still single? No, he married a, oh. a beautiful model and they've got Of these course he married children. a fucking model. <laughs> fucking cliche with these rich dudes. But I would go into these bars in Sydney and Lachlan and his, and his billionaire bachelor buddies were ahead of me. I'm like, okay, next bar. No, I was just out. I was just out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I came to New York and I was just like this fancy club and I was like trying to impress friends. And I'm like, I'm going to get this table. And they wouldn't let me have the table. And, like, and then Lachlan walks in. So I said to Rupert, I'm like, your kid just keeps jumping me. Like, <laughs> Lachlan got the table. He loved it. He's like, yeah, that's my boy. Oh, yeah, of course. They're all a bunch of ego maniacs. Oh, it's all totally Is ego. Rupert Murdoch married to like a 19-year-old? Rupert Murdoch's now married to Jerry Hall. Really? <laughs> She's still hot. She's a beautiful Jerry's woman. Jerry's still hot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, power That's, right there. I mean, it's, I kind of tell you, I, yeah, all right, I don't know. These women that... I mean, she's, what, in her 50s? She's, she's okay. But these 20-year-olds that are dating like a billionaire that's 96, maybe it is true love. Could be. Maybe they do yeah, have no. really hot <laughs> octogenarian sex with assistance. Well, I don't know. Power is sexy. Power is sexy. You're right. Even if the person has dementia at that point, they don't remember why they're so fucking powerful. I've never been one for money. No. Um, I live a very simple life. I don't need money. It's nice to have money, but that much money seems more of a headache than a gift. One person I who sort of put it in the, in, the, in the best way was Warren Buffett, richest man in the world. You see, I thought Carlos Slim was. Are they neck and neck? They keep going like they keep trading. It's all speculative income, right? So it's like, what what do you, you know? If you liquidate. Yeah. Right. What is that company worth? Right, 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 right. right. No, but 
Warren Buffett, bless him, has been giving his money away. Him and him and him. He's and, a real philanthropist. He's a real great. But he explained it one day. He's like, well, it's, why? Why would I want to? He's had the same house and the same car in Omaha for. What is he like years. a Chevette? He 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 actually just upgraded his car recently. He's a, upgrade. He's leasing. But he's an interesting story. So he lived in the same house, and he's. He, but he lived with with two women for a long time. He did. I was yeah. going to say, so really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, polyamory? I, I don't know. What's, he was what's ma- it called? A harem? What is it called when a you're married to two women? Well, I think it was a bit, bit, bit more straightforward than that. So he was married to one woman and they okay. separated. And then they he, they just decided they kept living together. And then you became, a, uh, they, okay. he was together with another woman. And they said, well, let's just live in the same house. Fine. Practical. So he wasn't, he didn't have two lovers. I don't think so. But I'd like I, to talk I, I to her know. and see how that worked out you for could, her. You could ask her. For yeah. the other woman. Well, she's the, the original wife since passed away. But, oh, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. But no, but Buffett would explain. He's like, why would I want to have a, why would I have a giant yacht? Because then I have to worry about the right. 50 people work. He was like, I just yeah, wouldn't. Yeah, keep be up it simple. A, too much to worry about. If I had a lot of money, I could do, I mean, really do good with just research. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uncorrupt research. Research that's not what, fueled what? by a big farm. If you have enough money, you're not dependent on the big pharma to get grants. And you know what I mean? You can actually do objective research. What would you research? Cancer, curing famine, uh-huh. you know, getting infrastructure in countries where the diseases are stemming out from bad infrastructure and fecal matter in the streets. These things seem like you can solve them. These things seem solvable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Finding ways to, to get people self-sufficient in agriculture. But just ki- I see kids suffering. That always fucking kills me. The diseases, you know, if you're old already, like all some, whatever. You know what I mean? That's lower on my priority list. But the stuff that hits kids, like, mm-hmm. you know, MN, all the other diseases, that's what I think. I want a vaccination for everything. Right. And what, what, what like would, depression. I want a vaccination for depression. <laughs> that would be also a number one. Yeah, but then what would all the therapists do? You you're know? right. No, you're right. The whole you're industry. Right. You're no, whole yeah, industry put on, they'll be depressed and they won't want to take the vaccination. <laughs> and then there'll be like corruption and people smuggling depressive yeah, vaccinations. We, we need it. So what, what, what would you be your one vice if you had the money? Like what would you be your one splurge? Escorts. But like I'd want a, I'd want a stable. I'd want, a, I'd want like a bunch of dudes. That would pleasure me, but I get tired. You know what I mean? I get bored. I'm not good with commitment. I'm not good with relationships. I cycle through. I need it to be exciting all the time. I'm not good with recreating. You know what I mean? So I think I'd like a bunch of dudes that are all intellectually capable in one area or the other. Like, you know what I mean? If a guy's a personal trainer and he's hot and he likes to talk about fitness, fine. Just talk about that. I could probably handle you four minutes a day. But then I'd want like a scientist who's not on the spectrum that I could also copulate with. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. What would be yours? What would be my one vice? I mean, I wouldn't call it a vice. I just call it a spending item. I don't know, just unlimited spending at the camera store. I'm sorry. Really? You're such a geek. I want to get a bigger lens. You want to be Carlos Slim and just buy lenses. And my my photo books. Those two things. And travel, right? Travel. I like like traveling. I like to get my kids uh, cashmere sweaters. Okay. I think I just want a lot of cashmere. I love cashmere. Yeah. You know, there's one Italian designer, something Cuccinelli or Cucci, something, (laughs) Bernard or something like that. Bernardo Cuccinelli. I like his sweaters, but they're over-fucking-priced. So... The Dalai Lama, have you photographed him? I've been on set with Dalai Lama as an, and Oprah together as the assistant. Yeah, That's a lot of energy. That was a hell of a power room right there. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if he has, I mean, because I follow him on Facebook. He's got nice tidbits of advice, the Dalai, he the does. DL. He usually does, um, yeah. And he's amazing. And this is a guy who's, I'm assuming, been celibate forever. So it's kind of amazing. It just shows you what you're capable of when you don't have the sexual energy and chasing after that. Kind of. Does that make sense? Yeah, he's got a great sense of humor. That guy. So he comp. No, but I'm saying I'm like compensates. It. He fixes things. You know, he he can. He, he's he, a healer. He can fix. He can fix. He he fixes cameras and watches. Does he I've really? Had, I've, I, that seems like a waste of his time. He like, should be around spreading love and compassion. He's doing that too. Okay. Everyone's yeah. got to have fixes a hobby. Fixes like right? a watch on a, no, on the weekends. He can. Weekends. You, like so, I have this. Um, 
My American. <laughs> you gave a watch when you come and no, photograph no, him. No, no, no. My, I have this American mother. I adopted myself into an American family here, and she's a photographer and very important in the Tibetan community. She's Tibetan. She's American. Okay. She's lived in in in, in Nepal for years and been very okay. active in the community. And she got the photograph from a number of times. And once she brought a camera that was that was broken, and he said, like, leave give it with me six me. minutes. No, no. He said, leave it with me, and I'll fix it for you. Yeah, he fixed it. Yeah. Okay. He's quite that, I did not like know it. that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But Man's I'm just saying thinking. my profound point that I was getting at was I think a lot of the a lot of violent a lot of stuff is is repressed sexual energy. And look what happens when you're able to conquer that and be be a monk, be cel- I, I don't know if he masturbates. I don't know if the Dalai Lama masturbates. I didn't ask him. I don't think he talks about it openly on in his forums. I don't think I've heard him talk about it. Yeah, I don't know, but I wonder if like once you surpass that your brain shifts and your hormonal changes shift and you're able to focus on a different plane altogether than the rest of us animals running around trying to fuck everything or imagine it. You know what I mean? It's all about trying to get money to get women or men to fuck. Like, it's all that energy. Does that make sense? Yeah, but simplifies life a bit, yeah. I think it goes beyond that, right? I mean, we're animals, but then you kind of transcend. He's above that. He's above human. I find him very celestial. Yeah, what a life! Like, what a story coming out of out of you know being rescued as, a, as this as the Dalai Lama right. and living in Dharamsala and being this like yeah really important person for so many. people. I've been to Dharamsala. Yes, I did. I did go and I tried to go. I knocked on his door. They had, like he sees people. Yes, and he was not there that week. He was on tour, but he had a Mercedes. He was on tour. It's like all these Tibetans are hanging out, worshiping the deal, making like Tibetan flatbread. Amazing food. Amazing mm-hmm. people. Yes, Just amazing, amazing people. Incredible smiling. People. Beautiful people, yep. beautiful and great skin. Fucking amazing skin, the Tibetans. I'm just telling you now. They Good. should start their own product line because they're just unbelievable. But he wasn't there. Fucker wasn't there. Left his Mercedes in the driveway. He had like a, a, a guy at the door. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm sorry, the Dalai Lama's and whatever, talking to people in Detroit or wherever the fuck he's doing his tour. Anyway, so what was Oprah like? I Oprah's heard she's great. a tough cookie. I love Oprah. I've, I've, who doesn't love Does her? Does she, she, she hugged you? Is she a hugger? No, she's not a hugger. Has any of these me. people ever hugged you? Yeah, do you yeah, want me to? Hu- I yeah. can hug you later. Yeah, but I'm saying, well, I'll get a hug in. Um, sometimes Oprah gets me along to photograph her and the person she interviews at the magazine for the story. You know, for the O O is O magazine still in circulation? Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. So you know her? You're buddy buddy with her? I'm not buddy buddy with her, but she pulls me in when the, like a okay. picture like that has to happen. Like okay. She's, she's interviewing a, a famous chef or a writer or oh wow. Some okay. Of these so she knows you by name though. If I if she I was walking with you and we'd run into her, she'd be like, Hey Ben. Yeah, well, also, but the good people always say, "Hey, hey, it's good to see you again." That's that's they're a good smarter politician. just in hey, case your name you is Jay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Say, oh, it's great to see you. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, she um she's great, and Gail King, who's who who's her a, lover. I, no, I don't. I don't oh. know about that. No, that's a person. She's a she runs her. Oh, okay, I thought magazine. it was her lover as well. Okay, I don't know about that. They no, have a nice so. chemistry between them. They I'm do, assuming I mean, they yeah. have an intimacy there. So, um, Gail King would come in, and every time I have a shoot, and her and I get along really well, and she would we would go through like the picture and how we want to do it. Right. And Oprah has this amazing, like I remember photographing her and Diane von Furstenberg. This is one thing I cherish about my job is I, I care about the result. I, I care, would hope so. I, I, well, I, I don't really care about it as much as I care about the process. Okay. Because if you care about the process, you, you, you get a good result. Get, you hopefully, right? Yeah. I mean, telling an editor this, I don't really care about the result. Kind of that freaks me out. So right? Not like so great. Like the interview at Adelaide Community <laughs> College. Yeah, like uh, I didn't. I, uh, I don't care about what happens to me yeah. next week. I, right. like, I, didn't, I didn't record the, the, the interview, you know. Like, yeah. Oh, but hey, we got a good time. Right, right. Um, but she, uh, so I'm in there, and and the, Oprah has this amazing way. So I quite often photograph him like just a few minutes before, and then I'd stick around. This is the this is the privilege I get. I get to listen, be in these rooms and listen to these. See, that's amazing. These are master interviewers and how they listen to people right. and how they connect with people. And but Oprah has this amazing ability where when she when I've like finished my portrait when she's done, 
she just she did, her head chin just goes down. She looks at me and she just goes. And I just put my head down. I'm like, yes, I leave the room. It's just like this weird. Oh, weird, like, interesting. You may leave now in this non 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 verbal way. It's go- It's like it's powerful power. shit. It's power. Yeah, she's incredible. If she had kids, they'd be terrified in a good way. She like, has a daughter. She's, yeah, she has a daughter. Yeah, she has a daughter. Absolutely, she has a daughter. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's like a daughter in her twenties, I think. What? With yeah. the die? With the guy? With I with the tall so. guy, Stedman? I think so. Yeah. I had no fucking idea yeah, she what, had a kid. I thought she said once that my 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 my, my career is my kid. Or was that Jennifer Aniston? No, I thought Oprah said that. <laughs> I haven't come back. It makes those two often and often. No. <laughs> Didn't Oprah say that? I don't know. I don't know. Fuck I have to look me. back into I, This is blowing my mind right now. I did not know she had a daughter. Where yeah. is, what's her name? I don't and know. What does she I met, do? I met, I met her once on a, on a she was at a, at a does portrait. she go by Stedman or Winfrey? I don't, I don't know. I, that's the sort of personal question. Okay, this is baffling me right now. This is blowing me away. I just thought she was empowering. Like, here's a woman who didn't have to procreate to find fulfillment, and she's got her whole life and her career and her empire and blah, blah, blah. You need to interview her. Yeah, get her in here. I'm sure she'd be running up. Ray, love to see you. And then she'd give her chin down before she even walks in the room. But she's working really hard on trying to – I did this one story with her when she interviewed 10 women who voted for Clinton Mm -hmm. and 10 women who voted for – Donnie. Donnie. I'm never going to think of him again. Thanks. (laughs) And she had this amazing thing after the election and she had like – you know, the women in tears at one point, and then at the end of it, wow. they're hugging each other, and they're part of the book club, and 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 the world's going to be a better place. She's amazing. She is amazing, amazing. though. She really is amazing. I, what you watch it, she mentioned. She's it. like I can't tell if she's well dressed. She's like conservatively dressed. She's not hadn't made any feisty fashion choices. Yeah, she just I think it's she practical. just wears her practical, but it has a flair to her. I mean, it's an insane story. Her story's incredible. Is it it's incredible? Like this woman from where is she from? Alabama newscaster, just sort of bounces around a bit. Okay, comes becomes. Becomes the most important talk show person. Becomes the most really is the most powerful person in, in entertainment. I'm sure. Well, yeah, and she probably does a lot of philanthropy too, doesn't I think she? She does a lot of stuff. Yeah, and you know? also, and also, like even like the idea, of, she's had this outrageously successful magazine empire. Yeah, that she's been on the cover of every month. That's forever. getting away with that without looking like a fucking idiot is pretty amazing. That's like, incredible. That's almost like godlike. Do you know what I mean? Like you're a deity if you're able to get a magazine cover. People are gonna be like, ooh, there's Oprah again in a cardigan every month. Every month. Let me buy it. like. I don't know, but that's a weird choice, don't you it's, think? When, it's when, an odd choice. When you step back and look at it from a distance, it's very weird. But when you when you're in it, you're like, it's, it, but it's Oprah. It's like, it's why not have the same phone and just like Photoshop different outfits on? You know what I mean? I'm sure it's like, how many different facial expressions are you going to get on these covers? Like, well, I'd she, like to examine twenty She's covers. A, they're a master of it. But I'm wondering, like, I want to take a look at covers and see, you know, what's similar and what's yeah. different. She's historically really important. I'm, I'm glad that in this time yeah. we have had. Her. We have sixty thousand magazine covers of her to commemorate there that. There you go. Have you so you photograph portraits of her too? Obviously, yes, I have. Yeah, absolutely. Does she direct you a little bit? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, with with these people, like I said, with the Murdochs and the and the presidents and stuff. Yeah, you just got to give clear, clear, clear direction. So it's a bit of a give and take, right? So they're going to move you. Like, okay, what do you what are you doing? What are you right. doing? What am I doing? Go, go, come. It's, right. And to be honest, half of my stuff, I'm busy having a chat with them. Well, the that's what I say. Do you of, ask? Do you chat? Because I'd be just curious to talk to them about stuff I'm interested in. Yeah. Do you get to chit chat with them about like world stuff? Like, hey, yeah, what sure. are you doing for Venezuela's economy, buddy? I try not to. I try to get their head off that. I mean, I had a actually it's interesting. We will circle back to the Ahmadinejad. I had this moment where I photographed uh, the then can the then senator candidate for president Obama, just as he was clearly going okay. to get the nomination. First time I'd photographed him. Right. It was a really big shoot, and we had all this thing set up, and the power went out, and my assistant was running around. It was oh, one wow. of these crazy Stressful. moments. Yeah, it was one of these moments that, you know, you got to keep it all together. And I was like, okay, come and just sit here in this chair and I have my little battery light and I'm photographing him. And sometimes I bring a little book of pictures of other people I photographed. You're like, look, I'm good. 
Yeah, it's a bit. Of, it's a bit of that. Like you know, this rest give, assured. Give the kid a bit of you know, yeah, give, yeah. You know, then the, there's something in it for him. Like oh, he's photographed this many people. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd photographed you know Ahmadinejad at that point. And at that point, you know, there was in a campaign. I was like, would you communicate with other dictators? And he's like, yeah. And it blew everyone's mind. Like right, you know, right. And uh, and he's like, okay, tell me about. It. it was one of these weird moments where I'm like. Photographing Obama while at the same time talking about my interaction with Obama. I'm, I'm like, right. I'm telling the next president about the Ahmadinejad. Like, he's asking me. You're these, like a diplomat. Which is really weird. I'm like, why is it come down to me? Like, little That's kid from Adelaide. Sad. Like, this yeah. is strange. Who knew? The Austin, Boston, the Austin Boston. Austin Boston. Denied about. by Adelaide Community College is Dictators. now world peace activist. Um, that's what have you like besides Ahmadinejad? Have you done any other dictator types? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went. I went Charlie and I had traveled to the Middle East. We went and photographed. Uh, Who's the deposed dictator of Egypt? Who's who's? Oh, uh, not Morsi. It was the other. It's Morsi. <laughs> Morsi, the singer. I can't do that. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be like Ahmed Morsi. No, the fellow before him. Yeah, yeah. We went I'm to thinking, presidential palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's oh, yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah. Sadat. No, <laughs> that was 1971. Generation. Here. Um, so it's not Morsi or the Smiths. It's um, Hosni Mubarak. Yeah, Mubarak. Yeah. Mubarak. So we, went to, we went to Mubarak's. Uh, How pal- was his bathroom? Palace. Pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm sure. Really impressive. Yeah. Really yeah, impressive. Yeah, those Egyptians, they like their their big bathrooms. And, th- and then I had a project where Charlie was actually going to go and photograph uh, the Syrian president. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Assad, yeah, we him to, I remember. We were meant to go and photograph Assad. Oh, wow. Well, it would have been the last interview before all hell broke loose oh, there. Oh, Jesus. Charlie's Rolodex. Like, you gotta f- yeah, he can call anybody. Anyone. Anyone. Wish like, he would have called some ladies in waiting and not abused his employees. Sorry. You're like, I don't know if that <laughs> really happened. That. I don't know about that. I like Charlie. <laughs> I like Charlie. Yeah, no, but from, like, what a career. Like, I'm, I, yeah. I get, no, okay. I know, right, let's I get just, it. like, okay. I, I get the, I understand that. And it's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad that the world is changing in those things. That's not good. Y- you're However, spouting out what you're supposed to say now. I'm glad women are finally finding the power and the dynamic <laughs> no, is changing. And these people are getting with a mother who run a family planning clinic. Like, she's the biggest well, feminist Well, you better, you better be, yeah, don't tell her. I love Charlie. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, yeah. So what else? So you did uh, Mubarak. And then you didn't do Al-Sad. Who else in terms of dictator land? Yeah, I had a really interesting chat with him. It was a funny – who was the uh, president of Pakistan who was – You're killing me now. I feel like I'm on Jeopardy. Who was the president of Pakistan? Who was was the deposed – who was a military dictator? We're photographing him, and I was very, very fast. I was shooting so quickly. And he's like – he laughed, and I was like below him, and he looked at me because – and he's laughing. He this like, ha, ha, ha. In our country, we call you trigger happy. Oh, boy. Like, okay. Uh, Bad Pakistani okay. jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Now so, I'm trying to wonder who the Pakistani, are you looking this up, Matt, too? I can't believe I'm playing on some of these names. Yeah, it's But okay. they all become like gray suits and non-great backgrounds. Right, right, non-gray. <laughs> Give me a different background. You should do bathrooms of dictators around the world. <laughs> that could be an interesting book. That'd be a good book. To judge people by their bathrooms. By their bathrooms, you know. And how see big how is important the, they how are, how big, big the they are. Yeah, how big is the tub? Yeah. Is it like a modern, comfortable tub where you can lounge? Does yeah. it have a book rack? You know, like a comfortable wood book rack slung I, over. I, I never, I never, I've never noticed a medical cabinet. They don't have. Books. They don't have. They're not going to expose. You're not going to open it and find <laughs> Xanax and Assad's medicine cabinet. They can. They have a private vault for that shit. Um, ben Baker, where can we see your work? Uh, you can see it at benbakerphoto.com. You benbakerphoto.com. Okay. Benbakerphoto on Instagram. Okay. And uh, you're uh, maybe next Oprah magazine, maybe. Yeah, with her on the cover. There you surprise, go. surprise. There you go. That's a shock. I have loved to have you here, Ben Baker. Thank you for all your stories and your wisdom and your insight. Um, and I will definitely uh, check out everything. And hopefully you could take some pictures of, of me, maybe. I hope so. Can with we the, do that? With the kids. With the kids. Well, I fuck it. Sort of... I, want, I don't want kids are a nightmare on set. Just me. 
Just me on just in a, with a gray background in a gray suit. Okay. Can but, we do that? But a tie or no tie? A no tie. That's Western. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this is Raylan Casper-White signing off. <laughs>